This is a homebrew podcast. Hmm. 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 Ah, come on. Almost got him that time. Grinna, what the hell is that noise? What are you doing on your phone? Uh, I'm just playing a game. Uh, you see, you, you got this little wizard guy, and you're trying to throw acid really close to a kid's face, but not exactly on it. I'm sorry, you're playing a game where you throw acid at a kid? Well, like, right next to the kid. Why is he shirtless? And why well, doesn't have he have pay, any He doesn't have any You have to pay nipples. for the premium skins to get clothes on him. Do you have to pay for the nipples, too? I mean, we see plenty of skin right there, just missing a couple pieces. What? What is this game? You have the whole of the net, and you're playing this game? Why? Well, you know, we didn't have the net for a long time while we were in quarantine, and... I got kind of addicted to it, and I've dropped a lot of mm. uh, I've dropped a lot of nano on it. Hey, hey! If you pick up that sandwich over there, what happens? Oh, I don't know. Let me try. Did Did he just eat that hole? Uh, yeah, it would seem so. Hey, what you doing? Oh, check it out, Grundlebot. Hmm. Oh yeah, I know that guy that this game's based on. Oh really? You know the nippleless wizard who throws acid at kids? Yeah, it's a pretty good likeness, if you ask me. I don't know how they did that. Hmm. Yeah, I wasn't there for it, but that's what happened pretty much, and, uh... Wait, he actually, he actually threw acid at a child? Yeah, and it disfigured him. It was horrible. It was all over Tip Tap. Oh my gosh, and they made a game? Why would they make a game out of this? Well, it's actually made by the kid who, he threw it at him. It's like a really great idea, if you ask me. If something like that happens, you should capitalize on it. Yeah, make it like a survivor's tale, I guess? Wait, is the little wizard actually the bad guy in this game? That's a twist. Yeah, his name's Acid.exe. It's kind of like one of those uh, street names, like Socko. What are you bringing me into this? Welcome to the crew, Acid.exe. Hmm. Welcome back to the homebrew. We're playing Cyberpunk Red. It's episode 21 and day 40 of campaign two. I'm Grant Milky, joined by my edge runners, MedTech Andy Hatfield. Sapphire Hayes, super happy to be home. Rocker boy, Cody Smith. Roger Socko, playing solo. Fixer, Emily Folger. CC Wren, screw Dandita. Nomad, John Cayley. Cat here. I got a new soundbite. <laughs> and Netrunner, Mike Kennel. Grinner, I have the sudden inexplicable urge to attend a rock concert. <laughs> Previously on the homebrew, Tom sent the Edge Runners into a digital demiplane to save Grinner, where they witnessed the first memory Tom was able to grab using his technomancy. After replaying one of Grinner's formative experiences, Grinner remembered that Grax, who had been sent to work in the Shroom Forests, was out and on his way back. At least, that's what Grinner's subconscious thought. They arrived back in meat space through yet another plane ship spell and found themselves. <laughs> Their unconscious bodies free from the souls Tom had sent in after Grinner. Tom told them to keep the cyber deck safe and that a copy of them was probably still in there. They then waited for nightfall and played some arcade games, then headed out of the quarantine zone, surprisingly free from any major zombie interactions. Yet. <laughs> After some logistics, Tom went to Sapphire's apartment, and the rest of them headed back to Hawk's Landing. Dan Dieter 
showed up and offered Roger a deal, a blackmail threat, whatever you want to call it, play against him in a battle of the bands or uh, violence. Roger chose the battle of the bands and then Waffles revealed his treachery and Dan dumped the bodies of Roger's former bandmates on the street outside of Hawk's Landing. That is exactly where we're picking up. Roger, you are in the alleyway, alone. Dan has driven off. Benny Baker, Bartholomew, and Cowboy Buffalo, lifeless in the alley. Yeah, I think I would definitely shed a couple of tears for my fallen friends here, you know? I would stand there for a moment over their bodies and just kind of quietly sobbed myself. Um, I think after a minute, if no one had already texted me, I think I would wait there until someone would actually get a hold of me, but assuming that no one did, I think I would I would text, uh, God, I was gonna say I would text Cece, but then I thought her thinking about her humanity. So... <laughs> I'm okay. I, I, I took out some frustration on an arcade game. So I, I'm gonna call... Sapphire on my agent. What's your ringtone, Sapphire? Uh, for Roger, it's probably like a really annoying alarm noise. <laughs> Roger, why are you calling me? What you? I'm just inside. Get the rest of the crew and have them meet me out back. Have them meet you out back? Why don't you just come in the door? I just hang up. Fuck, we just got home. <laughs> Cece, what's up? Roger wants us to go out back. He called me. Okay, we're supposed to be meeting with Kellen, but all right, whatever. Do you know where Grinner went? Uh, maybe at the bar? I don't know. I'll go find him. Trying to find hey, Grinner. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Roger wants us to meet out back. Come on. Uh, okay. Cat, stop. Stop playing with your new guns. You gotta go find Roger. But we just left Roger. Yeah, I know, but he just called and said he needs us out back. I don't know. Maybe something happened to Rhonda. We better go check. Not Rhonda. I am on my way. Cat's going to, like, bust through a door outside. <laughs> Start running. <laughs> yeah, when you guys get out there, I think Roger would just be standing over their bodies. And when you open the door, he'd turn around and, his, you know, he'd see all his face paint all runny, all messed up. Shit, Roger, what happened? And I'll just rush right over to him. And I'd, I'd just point at the band and I'd say, fucking Dan Dieter did this. Oh, shit. What, what? What do you mean Dan Dieter did this? We've been back for like 10 minutes. What are you talking about? I don't know exactly what happened. But between the time when we left and the time that we got back, Waffles sold me out somehow. I don't know how he knew, but... Shit. Somehow Dan knows all about what's going on. I mean, Nelka was pretty confident. But I don't know what the fuck happened there. Are you okay? Did he hurt you? No, but I, I got some really bad news. Uh, what? I tried to obfuscate the key as much as I could, but he said he'd come in and waste everyone and wipe Hawk's Landing off the face of the map before I didn't agree to some sort of a uh, contest. I, I got to put on a rock concert in three days. If he wins, he gets the key. If I lose, and if I win, we get his key. But now I don't have a band. He has a key? When did he get a key? He said he has a key. Oh, no, he didn't show me. Okay. What will we do? Uh, I think first we get you to sit down so you don't pass out. Are you sure you're okay? You stable? You're, I mean, not okay, obviously, but 
What do you need, PC? Do you have a way to contact your brother to make sure he's okay? I think I need to have a conversation with a certain netrunner and push past her bullshit. Because she obviously knows something about him. Did Dan say anything about the rest of us? Do we all need to check in on things close to us? He wasn't specific. Great. Great, great, great. I'm sorry, Roger. I really am. Well, it is rather terrible. You know, they were some of the best musicians I knew and have ever had the pleasure to work with. I I don't know where we're going to easily replace them. (laughs) I don't think easily replace is really part of this, but we'll... We got three days. I know. I'll pull some strings. Maybe we can pull together a night market. I know that Saf has some stuff she needs to sell. I don't know. I don't know. I think first thing we need to do is go talk to freaking Kellen, though. Figure out what happened with that damn conversation. I think the first thing we need to do is get these bodies out of here. Uh, Roger, do you know, did they have family? Did they... Do we need to contact anyone? I mean, I'm sure Roger would know. I don't know if they do, personally. Um, they were both pretty... pretty, pretty much loners. That's even more depressing for some reason. They were married to Spinal Scepter. <laughs> oh. They didn't have nobody. It was just me. Let's get them inside for now. Yeah, we can deal with that later. I have a text I need to make. We need to talk to Kellen. We have to find a new band. One step at a time, I think. Like you said, get him inside. Phew. That's where the title screen pops up. (laughs) Find a new band. (laughs) 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 Brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
And I guess we're just waiting for Cece to come yep. back with Kellen. Going to find Kellen. As I pass the bar, is Reka still working? Yeah, she is still okay. working. Then I would go. I mean, I'm pretty focused on finding Kellen, but I would just stop and be like, hey, I know we need to talk. I will find you after. Are you okay? She, at first when she sees you, she seems very, like, friendly, and she, you know, smiles and waves, and then, like, have you ever talked to someone, like, the second you say, are you okay, and then, like, (laughs) the, like, mask falls? (laughs) Yep. As soon as you say, are you okay, like, you see her face really start to tense up, and she gives you a, a nod yes that you know is not a yes. Okay. Immediately more stressed again. I will just... I will be right back, I promise. Stay right there. I just give the nastiest look to Lumi that I possibly can and say, we also need to talk. Where's Kellen? Lumi shrinks a little bit to that and then just kind of shrugs and looks around. I I don't, probably in her office. (sighs) Just march over to the office, bang on the door. Is it open? Yeah, so as you knock on the door, the door like opens like it wasn't latched all the way and Kellen is sitting in her uh, her office slash like room and um, you do give me a is there a perception in this fucking game I don't know how many yeah. times I have to ask so. myself that yeah there's perception and human perception yeah give me a perception check okay uh, 17 you see for a brief moment before she can like shut her laptop that she seems to be talking almost like in like a video chat with someone else and you see like right as she closes it it looks like she's talking to like herself the fuck kellen she looks up at you and smiles and was like you're safe yeah am i uh interrupting something no cool then we need to talk follow me she kind of squints at you a little bit but obliges then i'll just head on back is Lumi still at the bar when I pass by? Yeah, she kind of pretends like she's tapping on her phone, but okay. she definitely notices you. Then I'll just head on, take Kellen back to the our little area, and I yep. will pull my bug detector. As soon as we get back into the room, I'm pulling my bug detector out and doing a scan of the entire room. Yeah, it is uh, safe and free from any like active bugs. Okay. I don't think it would detect the like disactivated bugs in your inventory. Yeah deactivated. So yeah, Kellen like kind of walks in and looks around and you see she's kind of like checking to make sure each of you is there and safe and she's like, "Whew. How to go?" And then she looks past and sees the bodies and she like immediately her face like steals over. Had a conversation with Dan Dita go. She takes a few steps forward to get like a better view and then looks back at you and then looks back at them and just putting pieces together. She says, this was Dan. Yeah, it was fucking Dan. He showed up behind Hawk's Landing in some sort of a fucking nice-ass car, rolled up to me with his fancy sunglasses, told me he knew all about the job, threatened to wipe Hawk's Landing off the map if I didn't do what he said, and then challenged me to a rock concert, which seemed fair in the moment. Should have known he had an ace up his sleeve. And that's when he uh, whipped out me dead band members here. And I would think you'd notice that Roger looks like... Like when you left CC, he was like a pretty big mess. But he's tried to like recompose himself for this conversation. Mm-hmm. She just looks off. 
like she looks past you, Roger, just looks at the wall for an uncomfortable amount of time. And then she takes a deep breath and she says, this means fucking war. And she looks around to each of you. There's no negotiating anymore. There's no more deals. They hit some of ours. We're going to wipe them off the map. That's a tall order for Dan Dieter, you know that. She takes this like deep breath, but she's completely steely. And you can tell she's fuming on the inside. And she's like, it was coming one way or another. <laughs> Ticky, you guessed this was coming when you started dealing in his territory? She kind of looks down for a moment and then kind of like re-steals herself. And she says, mm, maybe I should have, but not Benny, not Cowboy Buffalo. They weren't a part of this. They didn't even do any jobs. This is just slaughtering innocents. And if they want to have a fucking war, we'll have a fucking war. I'm going to walk over and just put my hand on Roger's shoulder. Not say anything, but just kind of give the squeeze of I'm there. She just, yeah, she keeps shaking her head. It's one thing. It's one thing when mercs go out on a job. It's one thing when you're going after the same bounty. This is something else. This is beyond the pale. Is he trying to humiliate me in a public spectacle? Is that what this is about? She kind of shrugs. She's like, you're not actually going to go through with it, are you? I told him I would. And he told me that we were going to negotiate. So I don't think keeping our word is exactly forefront right now. Technically, it was a negotiation. She snorts. Um, you know, CC. there's a lot of people that would like to see Dan taken down a notch. Not just us. Enough that are brave enough to actually do it? She cocks her head. She's like, I guess that's the problem, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. How long do we have? Three days. Fuck. Yeah. Dan said he had a key. Is that right, Roger? Yeah. That's what he said. Could have been bluffing. Her eyes get kind of big. Fuck. Do you still have your first one? Or did you trade that over? Of course I didn't trade it. Yes, I have it. Just getting all the information. Okay. Then who knows if he actually has it or not, but obviously he knows that we have at least one. So I don't think we have many other options. She kind of looks around at each of you. Did you tell anyone else about this job? I told you to leave Flynn and Lumi out of it. We did. I didn't tell Cowboy Buffalo or Waffles or Benny anything. Who knew? Nelka was there the night we were at the dealers. That's yeah. the only person I can think of. Did the fucking dealer rat us out? Maybe. I don't see why he would, but maybe. She shrugs. Maybe he's just playing both sides. We never got his key, so maybe that's the key they have. Go and talk to him. Right. Before we start pointing our fingers at him. Do you think Dan might have done something to him? I don't know what Dan could have done to him. That would be brazen to go into elf territory. A hit like that, but I look what he did here. She looks over at Benny and Cowboy Buffalo. If he did, maybe that's enough to get some people suited up. Are you doing his stupid game, or are we going to hit him? When you met with him, did he have anyone with him? Oh, yeah, yeah, quite a few people with him. There was some shadowy figures in the alleyway ready to shoot me if I'd said no. There was Waffles, of course. He's alive. He's hanging out with Dan now. Was Rory there? No, I didn't see him. Who knows what other blackmail he has on us? I would guess there was at least what, four or five people. Okay. I mean, I, like I told them, I can organize a night market, try and figure out something, or we can try and hit him back, but that's a big risk. 
listen, I'd love to kill Dan over this. So, I mean, it would be a right pleasure to take him down. She, Callan shakes her head. Oh, we're killing Dan fucking Dieter. I'm just asking if we can do it in three days. <laughs> I mean, we've got a rocket launcher. We've got a sniper. We have aerial support. We've got an AB ship. Careful with that, she says. Oh, if you just, like, crash it into Dandita's place. And kill a whole lot of innocent people in the meantime. Look, I'm all for killing Dan, but Benny and Cowboy shouldn't have been involved in this in the beginning. I don't want to kill a whole bunch of other people either. He started it. I'm aware. He's got my brother, Kellen. At least I assume he's got my brother. She kind of squints her eyes at you and seems to be kind of sizing you up a little bit. You're going to start pulling punches? Hell no. Or do you think that... If Benny Baker, Bartholomew, and Cowboy Buffalo were here right now, they would also agree they would like to not have a whole bunch of innocent people killed in their name. <laughs> she just turns around just like, fuck. She, like, punches the wall as much as an old lady can and uh, starts to pace a little bit. Kellen, how much do you trust Lumi? Lumi? Yeah. Uh, I, as much as I trust you guys. How much do you trust us? <laughs> Medium high. Hmm. I'm not trying to make this about me or my brother, but what I can assume is that he went to Dan. I haven't confirmed it, but when I asked Lumi, she knew something and she didn't tell me. Was that on your orders or is she holding back information from us? At that, she starts to storm out. Shit, Kellen! I'm going to try and get to the door before she can. Yeah, I mean, unless you, like, physically stop her, she's storming out. Are you, like, shutting the door? How? I'm just trying to kind of get in her face of, like, where are you going? Were you just avoiding the question, or are you trying to go get her? What are we doing here? Sapphire just steps out of her way. She she just looks at you, and she's like, want to know how this happened? Sounds like you just fucking told us how it happened. I didn't tell her anything about the job. I asked about my brother. That's it. You have connections inside the enemy's fucking base. I don't even know if he's there. And Lumi knows something about it. She yeah. knows what's... She fucking knows what's at stake with Dan Dieter. She knew this was a fucking tightrope. She's out. So you're telling me that you didn't tell her to keep information from me? <laughs> she looks like she's about to swing on you. She's like so fucking hot right now. And she's like, no, I didn't fucking know. Then she's all so yours. So maybe I should That's ask That's all you, I needed to know. Why did you trust me? Because this wasn't meant to blow up into some big thing. It was meant to be a singular job for her to get me information. That was it. She takes kind of a deep breath and then composes herself somewhat, still pretty fuming. I've stepped out of her way at this point. Yeah. And then uh, she marches out. And yeah, after a while, you start to hear some yelling. And you hear Flynn fucking yelling. And Kellen yelling. And then you start to hear, like, Reka yelling. Like, everyone's yelling. As soon as Reka starts yelling, I'm going to chase after. And Lumi is sobbing um, while Kellen and Flynn are basically, like, not even making sense anymore. They're just, like, fucking yelling over each other. You just watch and see. And this one, this one rando at the bar, like, picks up his drink and then, like, slowly walks away. <laughs> I had a little token in between <laughs> Kellen and Flynn. Are you saying anything, CC, or just like watching? I would try and, yeah, I would step in and try and kind of elbow in between Kellen and Flynn. We're like, okay, okay, enough. What the hell is happening? And Flynn is like his normal, like hot self. And he's like, 
You know how much I've fucking done for this place? I can get a job anywhere in this fucking town. And I fought for you. I fought beside you. Bled for you, motherfuckers. And Lumi's like crying. And Kellen is like, Lumi's out. If you're going with her, then both you can get the fuck out. And Reika's like, calm down. Everybody calm down. Like, you know, trying to kind of interject a little bit. And Flynn would look at you, Cece, and be like, the fuck is this about, Cece? Tell her to calm the fuck down. Ask Lumi. And he, like, give me, like, a human perception check. Human perception. 18. 18. Yeah, I mean, completely, like, puffed up, not... Uh, he's in, like, big brother mode. He's not in... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you say that, he, like, takes, like, a little bit of a step and pushes his bar stool over. And it's like, you fucking too? The fuck is this place? Ask her. I put her on a job. She straight lied to me. She wants to come clean right now, then we can talk about it. But until then, it's Kellen's choice. You want to talk, Lumi? And I'll, like, lean around him. She, I mean, Philly would, like, push you. Um, not, like, assault, but definitely, yeah. like, shove you. And he's just, like, back off. Then get her to talk. Maybe you calm the fuck down. And he, like, steps over and just kind of, like, sits with her for a second, takes his sunglasses off. And then after a little bit, Lumi's like, I lied, okay? I knew. She's, like, between tears and, like, kind of breathing. She's like, I knew. I knew you wouldn't let me stay here. But I lied. I ran away from home, too. I'm not who I say I am. And Flynn is like, Lumi, like, what do you do? And she's like, puts her hand up. And she's like, Rory is the first person who's ever understood me here. In here. She like waves her arm all around. And you were going to send him back, Cece. He said not to tell you. He made me promise. <laughs> you were going to send him home. And you won't even go home. Are you going to send me home too? How do you know what I would have done? Hmm? How do you know I wasn't just checking up on him, make sure, making sure he wasn't dead? She's, he seems to know you pretty well. <laughs> I haven't talked to him in years, Lumi. Sounds like you made your intentions pretty clear. What's the big deal? It's one guy. It's one Netrunner. I didn't tell him anything about Hawks Landing. We just talk. We talk about fucking video games. We hang out, okay? Where is he, Lumi? She, like, shrugs. She's like, he's working. I think he's working for Dan. But we don't talk about that. I promise. We don't fucking talk about it. And Kellen is just, like, pacing back and forth. She's like, seriously, we, we don't, we know not to talk about it. We're not fucking stupid. Okay. He's not dead, but he's with Dan. Yeah, Dan needed a netrunner. And he's good. Probably better than me. Yeah, I'm sure Dan, one of the biggest fixers in this city, needed that netrunner. What are you saying? Nothing. Doesn't matter. And I'll... Kellen, uh, yeah, as as you start to walk away, Kellen says, there's no three fucking strikes here. That was it. If you ever talk to anyone in Dan's employ again, you're out. And Lumi is just kind of like crying and shaking her head. And she says, uh, she shouts after you, Cece. She says, Cece. What? I think if you asked him to come back, he would. He just needs to know there's a place for him. You got his number? She looks at you a little suspiciously. (laughs) Yeah. Can't exactly ask him to come back without it, can I? You still seem mad. I'm pissed, Lumi. (laughs) No shit, Sherlock. She, like, cowers again. Who's, who's Sherlock? <laughs> Sherlock Hondu? It's an old story. Don't worry about it. 
There's been so much shit, Mumi, and all I wanted was to know that my brother was safe, okay? Flynn kind of, like, looks at you. The rare time you can see his eyes, he doesn't have his, like, reflective sunglasses on. And you can see, like, he understands. And she just keeps looking down. What's his number? She, uh, gives it to you. And then I'll make eye contact with Reika really quick and then walk out. And I would go back into the room with everyone else, but immediately just head out the back door, just still fuming. How soundproof is the door between our little area and the back area? <laughs> medium. <laughs> it, if it's medium, then you would probably hear her just yelling. Got it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just full well, well. rage screams <laughs> in the garage. I think we should probably just let her yell it out. I feel like I could yell like that right now, but I'm too damn depressed. I mean, you can go join her. Just make it a party. Harmonize. <laughs> Roll a performance check. <laughs> All right. Roger, do you need a hug? Yeah. Sapphire will give Roger a hug. Briefly. <laughs> One arm? Yeah. No, no, like both arms. Like an actual hug, but before he starts crying. I'll let go before he starts crying again. Yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> he he sits there, he's like looking at the bodies, and he says, well, that violence route sounds pretty good right about now. It does, but it also it's just going to lead to more violence and more violence and more violence. I don't know what other answer is there is. It's probably the correct one, but I'm just saying it's not going to be just Dan Dieter that dies. If we go this route. Do you think he's good to his word in the sense that if we beat him, he would actually do what he said? I believe he would do what he said, but he would also do things he did not say. Just like how he said he would negotiate with Kellen, and this is what happened. You think he'd actually give over his key? Sure, but we don't know if he's gone into it, right? We technically have a key, but it's not the key. Right, or he gives me the key, but I'm a dead body. Right, gives us the key, but kills one of us in exchange. There's plenty of things he can do to keep his word, but still fuck us over. For all I know, he might give us a physical fucking key. Maybe he has another key to my fucking apartment like everybody else does. Dan's a pretty tough guy. I would say we could just, you know, shoot him in the head when he gets on stage to sing, but I think he could survive at least one shot. He's <laughs> got a pretty thick skull. I guess she go get CC now. She's been yelling for a solid couple minutes. I would wait until she stops screaming. Just let her keep going? All right. Well, I mean, our options are trust Dan, find a band, compete, win, two, murder Dan, and hope there's no consequences, which there will be. Three, go the darker route, hurt people he likes. I would not like to do that, but that is effective. Four, boom, boom. I'm finding it very hard to think straight. <sighs> Total annihilation sounds pretty good, but I wasn't joking when I said that they wouldn't like it if I killed a whole bunch of people for them. They were pretty zen guys. I mean, three days not a lot of time. No, it ain't. I, you know how long it took me to find them? Forever. My whole life. If we really wanted to, we have a lot of blackmail against some corpos that we could use to our advantage. I'd rather not hand that over, because obviously. Are you thinking like genetically engineered musicians? 
What? Blackmail jet attack into. That's not where I was going at all. Wow. I was not thinking of that. Oh. Right. Do you think they would be done in three days? I don't know. Do you think they'd have organs? <laughs> they little baby organs. <laughs> or they'd be slightly bigger. <laughs> as long as they have souls. N- no, I was saying we could blackmail the corpos to take down Dandita. I could try and see if I could dig up some dirt on them and maybe hack into a system here or there and turn up some dirt and we could turn them over to the bees. The bees that are in his pocket? Well... Other bees, I guess. You present them with enough dirt, and even they can't turn their eyes. Maybe we do all of the above. I'll try and find a band. You try and find some dirt. And we all try and find some people who want to kill Auntie as much as we do. That sounds like a good idea. Well, we all do that. Maybe I'll fix up Rhombus so that we can use her to kill Dandeater. What would you have in mind? Well, if... It's not a good idea to fly in town. I can always just try to make it so the Rhonda has the gun on her. The, the heavy caliber giant gun from the Heracles. Yes. Is that even possible? I want to pull up to Danditas in Rhonda with this big-ass gun on top. Makes sense to me. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Sure, let's call that plan F. All right. If that's the idea. I don't know what the idea is anymore. Kill Dandita, try not to have a lot of civilian casualties, and all get Dandita arrested, destroyed by others. I'll admit that that option isn't particularly rock and roll, but, you know, if it works. I'm going to go check on Cece. She's been out there for a while. She has stopped screaming now. That was a really long scream. (laughs) One solid scream. (laughs) Helen would come back in after a while. Um, seems to have calmed down just a little bit and say, I forgot to ask about the job. Oh, of course. Well, uh, we got the key. <laughs> I was just going to pull out one of the fake hard drives and hand it to Kellen. She takes it and just kind of like looks at it a little bit and lifts it up and down almost like she's testing the weight. She says, okay, good job. Two more to go. Uh, we did get attacked by uh, another vampire while we were down there. She rolls her eyes. This one was a rabbit. Okay, so vampires want the keys. The vampire worked with Titan. Why does Titan want the keys, Kellen? She <laughs> uh, shrugs. She's like, I honestly don't know. Don't you? She thinks for a moment. So that was callous. Callus didn't seem particularly interested in the keys, did he? Not really, from what I can remember. Seemed like another job to him. She looks at you for a long time, Sapphire. Any other connections to Titan? Yeah, that's where my ex is. That's also where Callus works. And, but I mean, I've had no communication with my ex. I don't know how he would know about the keys. She looks around at each of you. Well, we know where the next one is, at least. Um, pulls out her agent and taps around. And each get 2,500 nano. Nice. That's all gonna go to food. Hey, you guys can afford your apartments now. And she uh, looks at you, Grinner, and says, we're good. Yeah? She nods. Uh, messy business at times. <laughs> But 
If you want a job, it's yours. We're square, though. You, you, you got proof of that? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> she just looks at you. Do you want the job? Yeah. She nods. You're hired. And sends you your 2500 nano as well, Gunner. Um, and I think there's like an attachment too, and it's like all the files and proof and all of your messy bullshit. But she doesn't say anything about it. She just walks out. Um, Kellen, before you go, she stops at the door. Um, there might be an old elf that comes in here at some point. May or may not wear pants. Um, just be really nice to him if he shows up. He has to wear pants. <laughs> what if he just has an apron? He's an excellent cook, though. She, uh, Grundlebot's been pretty good. Yeah, he is. Oh, he, <laughs> he might, he might be Grundlebot actually. Either way, just be really nice. I don't know that. And, and I might be able to convince him to wear pants. Maybe. He's her dad. Oh. He thinks he's my dad. Yeah. Oh, I won't ask. Um. Okay. Be nice to old men without pants on. Uh, old elf men without pants, specifically. You're not just all old men without pants. Be nice to old elf men without pants. Got it. For now. Do you all need anything else? Did you ever look into Fallon, like I asked? I know that Fallon has been climbing the ladder at Titan. I know that she's made a lot of friends. And I know that she's made a lot of enemies. Uh, yeah. Callus is boss. The the new guy. Urkow. Uh, Tassaroth. Yeah. They are not friends. They're not friends. She shakes her head. Well, they are not know. friends. Word on the streets there is some change in management coming at Titan and as far as I can tell, they're competing for the same position. That could be really useful. Thank you, Galen. Alright. Keep me in the loop. I'll get to planning. The fall of Dan Dieter. She leaves. Groon just gonna go get Cece. Uh, hey, Cece? She would just be sitting kind of very close to the door. She didn't get very far, just kind of sitting on the ground staring. Hey. Groon is just gonna go sit next to her. It's been a, it's been a hell of a two hours since we got back, huh? Yeah. And uh, how's Roger doing? Uh, comes and goes. He's a little prone to violence at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. How are you doing? Not great, but we got shit to do, so <clears throat> I I'll be fine. We'll figure it out. Do you you still want me to look into your brother? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, thanks, Grena. And we probably shouldn't pursue that other track until we get more shit figured out. Yeah, that's fair. Thanks for looking though. Should like shoulder bump you. Um, should we? go back in how's everyone oh we have so much to do okay how how are you how how are you doing this has been a lot for you as well you okay yeah yeah no i'm i'm good you know just (laughs) reliving traumatic moments from my past yeah but right now i think there's more important things that need our attention yeah that that seems to be kind of a hallmark of our group so welcome to the club it's a shit show. Glad you could be here. I've seen worse. <laughs> then I I pity you in that regard. Come on, let's go let's go figure yeah. out this dance situation. Okay. And I'll follow Grinner back in. 
Alright, all sorry about that. <clears throat> what what do we got on the plans? We're either going to form a band. Mm-hmm. Uh, use the blackmail to get Corpos to take down Dandita for us. Okay. Or I don't remember the third, I think it was just murder him. Oh, attach a big gun to Rhonda. Was in there somewhere. That was plan F. That's plan F. Cool. Okay. Plan F stands for Fuck Dan Dieter. <laughs> I mean, I like that plan. Oh, I think Grinna was going to look for something to just straight up blackmail Dan or something like that. Or at least people around him, you know, turn people against him, maybe? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's doing exactly what Kellen did to you. If we can figure out what blackmail he's got on people and get it away from him, we can turn some people. I don't know if we can do that in three days, though. That's a lot to ask. Well, I'll get to work. I mean, Kellen just gave us an opening with Tassarov. Yeah? How so? He's vying for a high spot at Titan against my ex's wife. Uh, oh. The one who killed Kallus, who worked for Tassarov. So that all comes full circle. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we have something he wants. And that something would get him that promotion. We'd be selling out to a corpo, which I'm not a fan of. You're talking about giving him all the blackmail, then? That was on your hard drive? Not all of it. Just some. Mm. But, in exchange, have him use the full force of Titan to fuck over Dandita. I'm not opposed to that, but it does put us in the good graces of Titan. Makes us kind of... Gotta sell out. But we fuck over my ex's wife, so, like, I'm kind of okay with it. We still don't know who this guardian is, do we? Nope. Alright, um... Gunnar, any way you can find out more information on that? I could take a crack at it. What's their number? Throw him her agent. He's <laughs> in there, he's called me a couple times. <laughs> Oops, sorry, you're supposed to catch that. <laughs> My reflexes are terrible. Uh, they're not, actually. They're really, really <laughs> good. They're so good. I was <laughs> like, you can evade bullets. Your reflexes aren't bad. <laughs> I could evade bullets, but I can't catch anything. He dodges the anything. phone and the phone breaks. <laughs> I don't know! So, I mean, we might be able to figure out who that is and use that as an end. Yeah. We also still have the Ver- Veronica. That's what we named her, right? Veronica's memories that we got to play through. That could give us something. Yeah. I mean, I would vote for kind of delving into those first before we start selling out to Titan. Or, well, I mean, we're going to have to meet with Dimitri at some point. Yeah, what day is it, God? Uh, It's day 40. And Dimitri, so tomorrow... And then day 48 are your two openings to meet with Dimitri in the morning. Okay. Good timing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah day 41 and day 48 were the next two openings. Yep. So if we can try and dig up any information on that tonight, go to the meeting, figure out what the hell is going on there. I'm going to walk over to Roger and just kind of kneel down next to him. This is a really shitty situation. And I hate to ask this. Do you think you could even get a band together in three days? Could you play in three days, given everything that's happened? Well, I mean, I, I could. I mean, I'd probably help me get over it a little bit if I could sing about it. But uh, okay. finding the band is going to be the hard part. I have no idea. We have to hold auditions. Probably take more than three days just for that, let alone practicing any songs. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's that is fair. I just wanted to make sure that you, even before we start pursuing that path, that you were up for it. 
Yeah, Roger would look at them and look at the bodies and then look back at the crew and he would nod and he'd say, Yeah, I would I would like to put Dan in his place for this. Whether that's on stage or with a gun, either way. Okay. I mean, in three days, shit's going to go down no matter what, so either way, we have our opening there. We just have to figure out which plan to go with. Um, as a backup plan, I can start putting feelers out. I mean, even as your kind of fake-ish, real-ish, whatever I was manager, (laughs) I might be able to pull some strings with smaller local bands. I I don't know if Nelka is worth pursuing, but that's an option. I mean, she obviously knows your shit. She's been to, like, every concert you've ever played. Yeah, I don't think that she would go for it. I, I'm pretty sure she's in Dan's band now. Yeah, that's fair. I just know that she was the one to warn you about it. So obviously she cares for you a little bit, but that is not a thread we need. We don't need to pull it if we don't have to, so we can... I'll put my feelers out elsewhere. Could we even trust her to do it? I mean, what what if what if we asked and she said yes and then just didn't show? Or, could we even trust her? go that far for us. That's a fair concern. I I don't have an answer for that. So I think that gives us our answer right there. Probably not. <sighs> okay. What are you all going to get up to tonight? Is there any way you guys could uh, come with me to the 24-hour funeral place and help me meet my friends here? Yeah, of course. Yes, Roger. You would be an honor. Really don't want to do it by myself. We can do that. Do you want to do that now, or do you need some time? Uh, I mean, I hate to sound like this, but I mean, the sooner we get him out of my visual peripheral, it'll probably help me get over it a little bit faster. It's really hard when I'm looking at them right now, and they're bullet in their fucking head. It's probably also best not to just have two dead people in our base of operations. Correct. Cat, would you be willing to drive us? Of course. Let's go to a funeral. All right. Yeah, you guys head to the nearest uh, Funerals R.S. Funerals R.S.? As they do, they kind of just, like, uh, robotically give you some some options and such and get it done and give you two little plaques. Roger. One says the the goodest boy, which you now realize is just their stock wow. plaque for Hondu. Wow. Said that for callous. That wasn't supposed to be their stock option. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm trying to think of a good cowboy quote for cowboy <laughs> buffalo, but nothing's coming to me. He's hitting the old dusty trail. Hey, yeah, that's it, yeah. Thank you. On the old dusty trail. He's literally just turned into a pile of dust. So, cowboy oh, buffalo. Oh. <laughs> Great. He would have logged that. <laughs> All right, well. You guys have like a plaque wall of funeral plaques. <laughs> and Bruce's arm. I mean, yep. Yeah. Just up in our little <laughs> hangout area. Yeah. Put up somewhere. Uh, where to now? I need to start reaching out to people and I need to talk to Reika. So if we're going back to Hawk, that's what. I would like to go back to Hawk if you would take me back, Kat. Hi, my pleasure. Could you start a night market by chance? Yeah, I... Just over the next three days? <laughs> I think so. Can I... How long does it take to organize a night market? It says I can do it once a month. Yeah. You think I could pull something together in the next yeah. day and a half? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Then yeah, I would absolutely start 
that would be part of my like researching different local like the smaller bands and then inviting them to the night market and just setting up a night market in general bringing kellen in on it do you do you post that you're looking for musician applications not so overtly okay but yes because i don't want dan to the well i would do it in a way that like trying to make it so it doesn't fully catch dan's attention i'm trying to be subversive a little bit no deeters allowed <laughs> no deeters need band no deeter yeah just describe what you're i'm not picking up what you're putting down give it give it to me straight i would probably reach out to bands directly like do a little bit of research, talk to Roger, go gotcha. through different like performances and reach out to them directly as opposed to putting out a wide, just throwing the net open. Okay. An invite casting call as opposed to an open casting call. Gotcha. We know you guys are in a band. You hate Dan Dieter as much as I do. Come play for us for this show. <laughs> kind yeah. Of thing. And honestly, like probably coordinating with Grinner as well of like, I would find something, then fact check it with Grinner, see if there's any <laughs> dirt on it, like... Just the triangle of Roger C.C. Grinner. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So we'll have that tomorrow night is if that works for you. Yeah. Should I set up the meeting with Dimitri for tomorrow? Yeah. I feel like we should get more answers. I don't know if that's just going to put us into more hot water, but I don't really want to leave it. All right. Grinner, I need my phone back. Yeah. Uh, you're good. I got the number. Okay. And she's going to text the random number that texted her before. And just be like, uh, back early, meet tomorrow, question mark. And yeah, I would say probably like an hour. Like it's not immediate, like it always is with the Guardian. Um, but after like an hour, you get a text that says, um, yeah, he's there every Tuesday morning, 8 a.m. All right, meetings tomorrow. Oh, 800. There's military time in New City. I don't know how they keep him. Sorry. At 0800 <laughs> or 8 a.m. You Depending need me to drop you off. Is. is it just going to be me? Yeah, you're I not mean, going alone. Go no. That's a well, death sentence. I didn't sentence. know if it was supposed to just be like a face-to-face, one-on-one interaction or not. I don't think so. They didn't mention anything about that, did they? They did not say come alone. So unless I get a follow-up text suddenly that says come alone, I think we're safe. I mean, I wouldn't show up probably all of us. I, I think we should all go having five people walk into a meeting like that is a bit threatening, yeah? Maybe we don't all go into the meeting, but I don't think we should split up. All right, I feel like fair. having people nearby at least. Sounds good. So you guys can decide who's waiting in the car <laughs> tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cece is heading back to Hawk's Landing. Where's everyone else going? I think Grinner will go to Hawk's Landing too. Okay. Anyone going home? Go check on dear old dad. Okay, Sapphire's heading home. Kat, where are you going after you drop off uh, Grinner and Cece at Hawk's Landing? Well, we gotta take Sapphire home. Roger, where's Roger going? I don't know. I don't know where he would go. I mean, I think he would want to go home, but he doesn't want to be alone. So I think he would just stay, stay with the crew. Okay. I would take him with me back to Hawk's Landing. Okay. And then Kat will call Titus. When he gets there, Tritus. Tritus. Did I say Titus? Tritus. <laughs> there is no answer, Cat. That is weird. Should be able to get a hold of other family members? Yeah. Theoretically? Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah, you try can call around. Call, in, call around. 
Um, no one's heard from him in a couple days. That is very strange. He said he was supposed to go home. I will take a note of that, but Kat's also going to order an upgrade for Rhonda. Okay. Can you tell us what it is, or is it a secret? Well, it was... Um, <clears throat> Rhonda's going to get the heavy-mounted... Okay. Well, either way. He- yeah, heavy-mounted gun gun thing. Which I just remembered. I don't have to take one. the Heracles' gun. I get a gun. I get a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it comes with you know, like <laughs> yeah. a, a, cho- a couple choices, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. But yeah, I'll make that order and so they can get that done. Okay. Yeah, someone will pick up Rhonda tonight and have her back to you tomorrow morning. Awesome. Where are you sleeping tonight? He's just going to chill at... He might sleep early before people come pick up Rhonda. If not, he's just going to chill at Hawk's Landing because that's basically, you know, his flat at the moment. Unless he really wants to take the motorcycle out to the Heracles and sleep out there. But I doubt it. Probably just going to throw down an inflatable sleeping bag in the back okay. of our backspace. Gotcha. So Kat, that's where Cat is sleeping. Grinner and Roger, what are you guys getting up to before we handle Cece? So Grinner is going to start researching. He's going to see if he can trace the number and get more information about the number for the Guardian. And then he's going to start looking up information about Dan, seeing if he can find somewhere that he might be able to get some dirt on him, whether that's like actual dirt specifically on Dan Dieter or something valuable that he could use to turn people against Dan Dieter. But while he's doing that, he like gets a couple of drinks from the bar, hands one to Roger, and is like making conversation with Roger and like, so tell me about like, what kind of, what are you going to look for in like your new bandmates? And just like keeping him like occupied and thinking of like thinking forward, not backward. That's very nice of you. Yeah, I think that he would keep trying to go back to, he would probably keep trying to, think, well, I'd like to find someone that was as, as easy going as Cowboy Buffalo, you know, as nice as Penny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, if Roger, if you got him talking on the subject, he'd probably start talking about how he would like someone with a lot of style, like his, you know, as much style as him, if not, you know, more. Someone that he could, you know, show off at the front, not just in the back. Because Spinal Scepter, I don't know if you know this, Grinner, but Spinal Scepter, they they weren't exactly the most front-forward band, you know. They they really focus on the music being as good as possible. So if I could find someone that was a bit more flashy and good at the music, that would be great, but... I don't know. If I had to put emphasis on one or the other, it would definitely be the music quality is more important than the flashy quality. But, I mean, one of them was literally a cowboy, and then the other one was a pretty straight, straight-edge, you know, Hondu. If I could find some more party animals, to, you know, that'd be great. Uh, you know, just, just, just the vibe, to get the vibe right, you know? To someone, some people to match Roger. Is Grinner like straightening his jacket while he says this? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. The last thing Grinner wants to be is on stage. <laughs> Depends how many drinks you have, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So um, it is late. The lights go dim, go off. People filter out. Um, Hawks Landing is pretty much closed to bright. Like, 
the people that don't work here or operate out of here. Um, and CC Reiko would pour herself like a glass of water. You know, I imagine you just kind of waited for her for a while, or yeah. I guess I shouldn't like. No, I would have gone and sat at the bar and just kind of let her know that I was there. And probably once everyone filtered out and left, I would have gone around and helped her like clean up and do all of that. So, yeah, she sits with you and just like immediately like kind of breaks down and starts crying. This goes on for a few minutes. And I just hold her. Um, Yeah, lots of crying tonight. And then mm-hmm. a- after um, after a little while, she says, "There's there's something wrong, Cece." What do you mean, with with you, with the baby? What what? She nods and she like keeps sniffing and she's like, "I was due eleven days ago, and the doctors they won't they won't tell me anything. They keep brushing me off. I'm really worried." I mean, this this is your your first baby, right? That's not totally abnormal. It doesn't feel normal. What do you mean? I mean, I don't want to, like, get into it. It's just, it's not, it's not normal. And they won't tell me what's going on. And they're acting weird. And they brought in some fucking weirdo from the the space station, from the the Terran Command place. They brought in a a Terran Command? That makes no sense. It doesn't make any fucking sense. They barely talk to me like I'm a fucking person. It's terrible. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to do. I mean, have you... I know we don't really talk about the baby's dad in this situation. Have they tried reaching out at all? Have you reached out to them? Just trying to get... No. Okay. Not that fucking desperate. That's a good call. Um, I can... Do you want Saf to look at you? I don't know how much experience she has with babies, but she's very smart medically. I don't know if I want you to do anything. I just don't have anyone to talk to, and no one wants to talk about this stuff, and I don't know... You I feel like maybe, maybe Flynn this. would go kick in a door for me or something, or maybe <laughs> someone can go find out who that fucking Terran command quack is. Did you get their name? Or what they looked like? No, I mean, it was a a human dude. He really, you know what I mean? Straight-laced. Uh, I don't know. They don't really dress like us or look like us. It's hard to describe. I mean, I this could is... point them out if I saw him. This is going to be an incredibly random question. Was he, like, weirdly pale? Like, super, super, like, looked like he was missing blood pale? She thinks for a second, just like, no. Okay, just ignore that question then. Crossing things off the list. What did you just cross off the list, Cece? And she's just no, crying no, no, again. No, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's okay, it's just been a really weird time. I'll, like, pull her head back so she's looking at me like... You're gonna be okay, okay? We're gonna figure this out. I I know you said you don't want me to fix it, but Seth won't bullshit you at least. If you want someone to look at, just someone medical that you can talk to. Maybe she'll understand some of it. It's so hard to ask for help, Cece. I, I, I know I said I don't want you to help, but I mean, you don't have to. I know I don't have to. But I really want to know what's going on. I really want to know why Terran commands here. I want to know what they fucking saw. I don't get it. I don't understand any of this. Let me get Saf here tomorrow morning, okay? I'll have her take a look at you. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe they were just being assholes and just not telling you that you're fine. I know that you feel weird. And she starts to, like, fucking sob. I'm sorry. Like, in between breaths, she says, Cece, the whole hospital was empty. The whole fucking wing. There wasn't a single 
fucking baby in there. Not one. I'm just going to hold on to her really tight because Cece doesn't know what to do with that. We're going to figure this out, Reka. Why'd they come here? What's all this about? They're coming on ships every day and then they just fucking stopped. Yeah, it's real weird and I don't, I haven't heard anything about it, but we're looking into it. Do I know anything about when Reka got pregnant? Like, have I met the person that she got pregnant with? Like, Sure, yeah. I I don't, like, have a specific person in mind. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah, yeah I would imagine that you probably fucking hated him. And, you know what I mean? He was around for a while and then he wasn't. But it was just a, just a fucking dude. Gotcha. Like a new city native, not someone from Terra. Yes. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, I would just hold her and kind of do the petting her hair kind of thing, just trying to get her as much comfort as I can possibly give. Yep. And after a while, she says she needs to go home and get some sleep. Yeah. And she does. So, Cece, are you sleeping in the operations room as well? Yeah, because if Rhonda's gone, and I would probably, depending on if Grinner and Roger are staying, I would start doing a little bit of research before passing out, because I've got my sleeping gear as well. You still have access to a motorcycle, so if you need to go home... (laughs) You can attempt (laughs) to drive yourself. (laughs) I was going to offer. (laughs) (laughs) I would text Saf and just say, like, hey, Reka's... Reka needs help. Would you be willing to look at her tomorrow? I know we've got a lot, but she's super pregnant. (laughs) Saf would just text, she's still pregnant? Question mark. Yeah, and that's the problem, dot, dot, dot. I'll take a look at her tomorrow. There are taxis, too. If you guys want to fucking go home, that's totally fine. Like, yeah. ten I mean, yeah, There is only cat. There is only cat. Guys, I feel like Kat's the one that said that. Like, you know there are taxis, right? So, Grinner, give me two library search checks. All right. Library. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this happened last time, too. Yeah, that, that, wow. That's, that's right, poetic. So I preemed for a 27, and then I <laughs> unpreemed for an 8. <laughs> uh, sadly, in the order that you gave them to me, yeah. just the way the dice roll, uh, you are able to find out that that number is essentially just a stock, run-of-the-mill, like, corner store burner phone. Okay. Nothing, nothing special about it. But you are a hundred percent positive that that's like what it is. I say that as like a consolation prize for the preem. <laughs> You're super sure, and you find it really quickly, um, and a coupon for a free burner phone. There you go. <laughs> and the search on Dan Dieter is rough. You would probably guess that it gets scrubbed pretty regularly. That there, okay. are pro- he probably has people basically working on keeping his reputation pristine on the internet like you'll go to his videos and like of his songs and it'll say there's like 700 comments but you'll only be able to see like like 200 of them yeah so um yeah you're not really able to get too far he's (sighs) you search are you doing this just inside the yeah this is just spoogling cat's got nothing to do so if he sees you do that he's gonna be so grinner you want to search for that Belafonte place? Maybe we can find more information on that. I, I really do. 
Is he going to preem or is he going to preem fail? <laughs> Let's see. There's no in between. Pre. Preem. <laughs> a 20. Nice middle of the road library search. <laughs> exactly right in, in between. <laughs> interesting. 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 I also imagine this is just cat like he's inflatable mattress like at the in between the couches and the chairs just laying down as Grinner's like in a chair right next to him doing work. So I would want to stress that this is completely unheard of Grinner. This is as weird as it sounds. You are able to find some old, old, old and all they would be at this point in time this many years later they would they would be essentially like passed down like um what do you call it like people reports i don't know how you say that like not like an official source and not like eyewitness i i don't know how to say it but basically stories being passed down folklore right yeah for folklore so we're talking more like reddit bull reddit fucking shit than like a reliable news source but net lore net lore um and this is super weird in that, from what you can tell, Bellafont was a business on Ansara, on the world that was destroyed. And that's not a like thing that happened, to your knowledge. But there are people basically mostly um, passed down type stuff from a variety of people who remember like Bellafonte from the old world, from before the planet was destroyed, from before the founding of New City. Huh. Definitely sharing that with everyone. Like, guys, get a lot of this. There are some people who theorize that because most everyone arrived did almost no like leadership or oligarchs or like super rich like there was nothing when the ships landed. Like there was no no world leaders there was no anybody like so many people went missing um when the shuttles landed on new city when they started ferrying people um but there are people saying that like they got special treatment that they were somehow like privately shuttled to new city and were like operating under secret and there are some people who are saying that they um they were able to like code themselves a special place into the big net AI and that's why that that's there and stuff like that but this is all old stuff this is before even like the crash of the big net is there is there any indication about what kind of business they were oh that is a pregnant pause <laughs> yeah I just checked my stuff and was like <laughs> did, did like discord die 11 days overdue pregnant pause <laughs> oh boy <laughs> Let's call them property management. That's not like clandestine at all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's property. call them shadow government. <laughs> it only sounds like that because I paused for so long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly it was a very why. suspicious pause. Also, it's the way you said, let's call them... <laughs> Property management. <laughs> I will say it's not super clear. Okay. But based on what you saw and some of the people talking, it seems like they just owned a lot of buildings and property and 
hotels and things like that. Weird. Yeah. It's a little strange. Weird that it would transfer from Ancept. Do you think maybe they were the ones that built New City? It's possible, right? I mean, like, no one really owns property here in that way anymore. Yeah. Maybe they were just trying to survive? I don't know. I don't know. That just brought up more questions for me now. Anything else tonight? I would, after doing all this, I would probably call Olvin. See if he even picks up. Uh, yeah, I think you would. Um, probably you'd hear, like, the phone answer, and then there'd just be, like, silence for a little bit. Ollie? Hey, sis. Um, I'm glad you're alive. <clears throat> I, d- I didn't think Lumi would be. I didn't know if she knew the truth. You didn't Didn't think I'd be alive? I'm, it's New City. You disappeared. I got worried it's what older sisters do. Ah, come on, sis. I know, you're smart, but I'm sorry. I shouldn't have sent you away like that. I shouldn't. Yeah, got a little, uh, got a little mom in there somewhere. Sorry, that was Please mean. don't ever say that to me ever again. Uh, well, we can call it even if you want. <laughs> Are you really safe? Yeah, I mean, it's not everything you thought it would be. What do you mean? I don't know. Uh, I just thought there'd be more rock and roll and taking down the corpos and you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought I know I'd what you be mean. S- thought I'd be stealing from. I don't know, like the people that stole what they have. And seems like everyone's just fighting with themselves. Kind of sucks. Yeah, it's a real shit show down here. Probably what the corpos want, huh? I mean, yeah, that's it's a big part of it, I'm sure. What are you guys doing? Taking down some corpos? Sure trying. Hell yeah. Kind of. You had, uh, you had mentioned maybe working with us. Is that something you're still interested in? Oof. Dan does not like you guys. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of scary, too. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, if you'll have me, I'm fucking definitely would want out of this shit. I don't know. Don't let Dan's anyone... squabbling over an extra street. It's not really my thing. Don't let anyone hear that too clearly. Dan can be possessive. Um, but yeah. Never meet your heroes, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, Roger is pretty okay. Yeah, he's like my fourth favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and we really haven't... ranked up lately. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, we, we've you got okay? an... Yeah. Just, it's, it's been... You sound all cryy. I'm, f- I'm fine, Ollie. When have I ever cried? I don't cry. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, if you've got a place for me, like, I'll sneak out of here. Yeah. If you can do it safely, please don't be stupid. Please be safe. No, I mean, I wouldn't, like, fucking steal from him or anything. I'm not stupid. I know you're not, but, like, Dan's no joke, Ollie. He will will kill you if he thinks you're betraying him. Oof. But for real? Not gonna, like, send me back or anything? No, I'm I'm not gonna send you home. You don't deserve to put up with the shit mom and dad put us through. Alright, well, yeah, I'm in... Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll probably get out of here tonight, honestly. It kind of sucks. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm where you found me last time, so... Awesome. I might need some new equipment. Okay. Well, as it so happens, I'm 
working on that right now. So we may be able to get you some new stuff. I Oh, and, and we met a, a new netrunner, actually, as part of our crew that I think you're you're going to like a lot. It's pretty chill. Awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, I'll get the fuck out of here then. Okay. See you soon. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Just let me know when you get somewhere safe, please. Yeah. And make sure your phone's not bugged or that you have any bugs on you. I don't no, trust Dan. come on, CC. I don't trust Dan, okay? All right. Yeah. You, you can tell he's still not quite taking it seriously as he should, CC. Yeah. But, I mean, everything else sounds pretty genuine. Okay. And then, yeah, he says, alright, good night, love you, sis. Love you, bro. See you soon. Yeah. And then I will go to sleep. Lost your man on the inside. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I didn't want him to get used against me. <laughs> That's fair. By the way, that was just too wholesome for the whole moment we've just been having, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally going to have him uh, net run against Grinner at some point. That's, yeah, I, I was, was also avoiding that of that prospect. Because when two net runners are competing against each other in a net architecture, one of them dies. Nice. I didn't yeah, know I'm that, feeling okay awesome. about my choices now, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, like, because when you take damage in the net, you take actual, like, damage. Nice. Oh, nice. You straight up kill each other. It's not just in your head. I'm sorry I bazookaed your brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got Cat asleep. We've got Cece asleep. Grinner, any other internetting? Gosh, I don't think so. I really, like, I, I, if there's even a chance of finding anything, I would spend more time looking up stuff on Dan, but I don't know if I can do that again tonight. Yeah, I think I would account for the period of time that you spent um, as that role for tonight. But sure. It's always tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, even if it's... I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the best I'm going to find is, like, if you go to location X, you can hack in and dig something up. I'm not expecting to necessarily find anything directly from I the library search. Do you think you know where to go if you want to get really <laughs> juicy information? <laughs> we'll see how desperate I get. <laughs> um, skylight wide, baby. Uh, and then Roger? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess I would try and put together a list of all the musicians that I know that would maybe want a band, be in a band. Uh, I, I don't know... I mean, what would that be? Like a local expert or something? Or Yeah, that sounds like a good check. All right, well, I'll roll it. I mean, I feel like I should dump a lot of luck into this. <laughs> Brunswick has sent you no less than like seven videos over the last few weeks of him learning how to play bass guitar, too. <laughs> oh, boy. Is he any good? No. Is, yeah, that's a good, that, that's a good question. <laughs> but do we think he has rhythm? He's I, got heart. Could he play a different instrument? We think. <laughs> then the bass. No offense to any bass players out there, but can he roll he, me a play? Well, instrument? You said bass. That's right. You you, you said bass. Not. I got a twenty-three on local expert for a list of musicians that I may or may not know. Yeah, I. I think that that gets you a list of maybe like, let's say, eight really solid picks that you're able to find, like on forums and on Spoogle and just kind of catching up from the last few days and really like looking into it of 
I mean, it's just new city, baby. You know what I mean? Like bands break up, people fucking die, people get shot. So like there are some people looking for bands. Right. Do I see waffles on there? No. Hmm. Well, if he's in Dan Dieter's band, then I don't know if I... I'm, I'm not too worried about that. He's not the... He wasn't the spine of Spinal Scepter. <laughs> yeah. And then Roger, as kind of the lights are all turned out and everyone filters off to bed and you're kind of sitting there at the bar, um, the glow of your phone and bottle of whatever, um, getting this together and kind of sketching some things down, you see a figure kind of stumble into the bar. I... I would look over at them. And it's a little dark, but you realize that it is Nelka. And she kind of like stumbles towards you. You're not sure what's going on if she's like super drunk. And she just goes in like hard trying to kiss you. Uh, mm. Anybody else got the vibe of just wanting to say kiss the ghoul from like Little Mermaid? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually I don't. What? I'm weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think he would go with it. She would keep going and we'll kind of cut to black here unless you would like it to stop. In the bar? Yeah. Man. I don't think I would stop. (laughs) Okay. Um, We'll kind of skip ahead a little bit and she kind of stands up and you kind of like really get a good look at her after however long she like pours herself a drink and just like slams it back she hasn't said a word not a single word um but as she has kind of like stood up and like i imagine like the glow from like the tvs that are still on you see she's like pretty well fucked up like she's got a black eye she's got like a bruise on her face She's got like a like mark on like her right arm. Looks like almost like bruise bruises on her on her right wrist. And she just kind of like throws a, a look back at you. And I mean she's gonna leave if you don't say anything. I would just ask, what happened to you? Was that was that from dad? She stops as she's kind of like putting her clothes back on and she looks back at you and she nods her head. What happened? She gives you, like, a one of those faces, like, what the fuck do you think happened? Fucking Dan happened. Did what he always does. He just threw you out. No, he doesn't fucking throw me out, Roger. He does whatever the fuck he wants whenever he fucking wants to. And she stops and decides to pour herself another drink and um, throws it back. He's going to keep doing it until someone fucking stops him. And I'm going to go fucking back like I always do. I don't have any fucking where else to go, Roger. Well, I'm looking for uh, some new people in my band here. Dan Dunn uh, took Cowboy Buffalo and Benny Baker Bartholomew away from me. She scoffs a little bit and she just shakes her head. Why don't you call me tomorrow? Yeah, I'll nod. I'll raise a drink. Yeah, she slams another one back and then heads out. I look at that random dude at the bar. (laughs) Pretty, pretty crazy (laughs) night. (laughs) 
<laughs> he just raises a glass. No, there's not a dude at the fight. <laughs> no, <I'm just laughs> um, it was the same guy from the fight earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> came back just to catch that. What is this what fucking place? What the fuck place? is this place? Forgot, <laughs> forgot his wallet. <laughs> um, yeah, and Nelka leaves. And then I imagine Roger heads back to the little cuddle puddle back in their little ops room with everyone in their sleeping bags. Yeah. The most depressing sleepover ever. <laughs> um, and that brings us to day 41. Do you think that's all the time we have for tonight, though? So we're going to go ahead and end our episode there. Uh, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. This has been The Homebrew. Uh, if you could, I'd like to ask you today to take a little time and look at your phone. If you're not driving, if you're driving, don't look at your phone. Fucking monster. But if you're not driving, look at your phone and scroll up to the tippy top of the app that you're on and find the little five stars and give us some stars. Give us a little review. It really helps our findability on the internet and it's pretty low effort. So just I'll wait. I'll wait while you scroll. And then you're clicking the button. And thank you so much for the review. We appreciate you guys so much. <laughs> you can also check out all of our links. You can get a link to our Patreon, to our Discord, uh, merch, all that fun stuff at actualplaypods.com. Um, Patreon allows you to support the show for as little as $2 a month. You get a lot of cool little stuff. Um, and the Discord's really fun, too. So you can um, hop on the Discord, and we all hang out in there and share uh, memes and out-of-context quotes and talk about TTRPG bullshit. So, up on there. It's a really great place to be. Uh, once again, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week for episode 22 of The Homebrew. Special thanks to Maiko for the intro track titled New City. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to the last guppy, last of his kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the cat burger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King. Previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock column formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip, a tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot, Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. 
and the illustrious Kantuka Numba, a tamer of dragons and creator of musical delights. Special thanks to Ariar, the Warforged monk who joined the crew in search of their missing car keys. They're always the last place you look. You might want to watch out for Zuma, a mortal who is searching the galaxy for a cure to the disease he is cursed to spread. Probably going to need to keep six feet, or maybe six light years from this guy. Incoming SOS from Captain Joe Rogers says here he's stuck on Terra in a future beyond all comprehension. Whatever that means. Special thanks to Chaos Incarnate, destroyer of the multiverse, forever trapped in a frying pan. Hopefully not Grundle's frying pan. We can't forget about Den the Friend, the governor of flowers. Nap with him in the rolling fields of flowers. Experience having a true friend. What's the deal with all this fungus among us lately, you ask? Well, you can thank Trip for all that. You know, Trip, the druid that chooses to fight the darkness with mushrooms. Well, hey, at least they seem like a fun guy. Can't forget about Zero, the time-traveling druid. Wait, who? Three cheers for Cerberus Rising, an improbable pirate pulling off improbable heists, when they're not being a danger to everyone. And we can't forget about Finn M, the Ace of Spades. I wonder what other cards he got up his sleeve. Hmm, we better watch out for this fella, Chris Madison. He's the Vape King. He'll smoke ya. Welcome aboard, Stand. A sentient celestial music stand who fell through a planar rift and appeared in the Hawk's cargo bay one day. Maybe I should multi-class into Bard. Can't forget about the Defiant. Join the crew. Just a game with Grundle. Yeah, and he's really good too. A little too good if you ask me. Welcome Sarmoth. The dream-weaving shadow of exile. Embrace the shadows. Unleash the dream. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.